Phil Diaz. I'm the pastor at Greencastle Church of the Nazarene, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. It's my prayer that God would use this podcast to speak to your life right where you're at. I pray it also builds your faith and helps give you perspective on how God can work, move, and transform your life. Enjoy the message. Dr. Crump, members and friends of SWID NMI. Hello, and welcome to our first ever virtual NMI gathering. I bring to you my fourth report as the SWID NMI president. I miss being together in one location as a SWID NMI body, but I'm so excited that more people from across SWID can join us this year to hear how God is moving across SWID, the USA, and globally. Before we get started, I do have a few announcements. In July at the district assembly, everyone that attended should have received the 2021 NMI resource book. This was in the packets that were passed out as you entered the district assembly. There are a few dates that I would like everyone to make note of. We are gonna have a crisis care kit collection on August the 28th during the SDMI convention that will be here at Columbus First Church of the Nazarene. Inside of our resource packet tells you what to include in each kit and how to box them up. Our missionary tour that had to be canceled last year has been rescheduled for this year. You won't want to miss this. This will be April the 21st through the 27th. You have time to plan now and invite your friends and neighbors to hear how God is moving across the globe. Please be watching for more news from Doug Jones about our next work and witness trip. We still are trying to determine where we can go and the dates. As soon as we know, we will let you have that information to share. I am so grateful for the amazing District NMI Council that serves SWID with a servant's heart. Unfortunately, we were not able to meet face-to-face this past year. Emails, texts, calls, and Zoom meetings became our friend quickly. I believe we survived, but we are looking forward to meeting in person this fall in September. The wonderful council members are Lillian Purcell, Marilyn Hicks, Debbie Betts, Jaron Rogers, Michael Elliott, Lydia Elliott, Marcy Lickley, Beth Brown, Sarah Ross, Sheila Thompson, Sonia Nixon Gakshaw, Doug Jones, Ken Walker, Dave Lynn, Janet and Ron Ritter, Ashley Diaz, Carrie Burris, Bethany Burnett, Stephanie Beck, and Treva Lukens. It is with a heavy heart that I share that we lost one of our dearest friends and co-workers of SWID NMI at the end of May. Renee Johnson served as our district NMI secretary for the past several years. A void has been left on our council and in our hearts. I know when she approached the gates of heaven, she was greeted with the words, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. I also know that her precious husband, George, was standing there to greet her. Renee, we will never forget you. You will forever be in our hearts. We love you. Thank you, Marilyn Hicks, District NMI Treasurer, for stepping in and helping with the year-end reports. You have been my go-to person, and I appreciate you so very much. NMI is alive and well 
COVID-19 did not defeat the advancement of his kingdom. The Nazarene Church now ministers in 164 world areas. During the 2021 General Board, Luxembourg on the Eurasia region became the latest world area to be added. In 2020, there were 531 missionaries from 64 world areas serving in 96 countries. Last year alone, there were 66 new missionary deployments. Wow. Within these missionary families, there are 302 missionary kids. Nazarene Missions International is one people. We are people praying, giving, building, and engaging all ages with the good news of Jesus. We encourage people to pray for all efforts of world evangelism. We inform people of the world's need and what the church is doing to meet those needs. We challenge children and youth to learn about and participate in the mission of the church. We raise funds for mission outreach. We are vision. We are impact. To do all of this, NMI focuses on five strategic areas where the local church can have the maximum impact on missions for the Church of the Nazarene. These five areas are prayer, World Evangelism Fund, also known as WEF, Alabaster Offering, Engaging Children and Youth, and Links. Let's see how God used SWID to impact our mission field through these areas of impact this past year. The first one is prayer. Prayer is one thing that everyone could do this past year without leaving our homes. It is the lifeblood of all that we do. Prayer links us to our brothers and sisters in Christ across the globe. We must never stop praying for our missionaries. Many are often facing troubled times when they are serving. We are called to be intercessors for them through prayer. 1 Timothy 2.1 reminds us, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. I encourage everyone to subscribe to the weekly prayer mobilization line, which focuses on the prayer needs and praise reports for the global ministries of the Church of the Nazarene and our missionaries. This is also an excellent information to use for mission moments at churches. Our second impact area is the World Evangelism Fund. The WEF is the key to the fulfillment of our mission. WEF fuels the Church of the Nazarene's global missions because we can do more working together than we can alone. Every church shares a small portion of income for the purpose of making Christ-like disciples in the nations. The WEF goal for SWID was $498,124.70. This was more than our goal last year. God still blessed our churches this past church year, even in the midst of a global pandemic. Guess what, Swid? We gave $509,726.78 towards WEF. Our World Evangelism Fund is paid in full. We can never outgive God. Praise Jesus. What is even more exciting is that 65, yes, 65 churches gave 100% of their goal or more to WEF. This is an increase of five churches from last year. 
and it's $9,330 more in giving than last year. Did I mention that God was and is still alive and well during the global pandemic? This year, SWID has 38 churches that have received the Church of Excellence Award because of their giving to WEF, and that's compared to 34 from last year. Again, another increase. To earn this award, the churches paid at least 5.7% of their income for WEF. Congratulations to Oakland City for leading the way in giving to WEF. They paid 264% of their WEF goal, which was $19,258 over their goal. Thank you, churches, for being faithful servants in giving this past year for missions. God is so good to us. I am excited to announce that Southwest Indiana was acknowledged as a 2020 World Evangelism District of Excellence during the February 2021 General Board Meeting. Thank you, SWID, for doing our part for missions by contributing to the World Evangelism Fund. Congratulations go to the 19 SWID churches that were recognized as a Mission 10 Plus Church during the 2021 Church Board Meeting. These churches gave at least 10% of total income to missions. Special recognition goes to Spencer for 34, you heard me, 34 consecutive years of receiving this award. Our third impact area is the alabaster offering. Through the alabaster offering, ministries around the world receive funds to purchase property and buildings. While we know the church consists of the people and not the building, buildings do help convey the message that the Church of the Nazarene intends to put down roots. SWID gave $40,714 this past year. Thank you for giving to this important work. Our goal for SWID is that every church participate in the alabaster offering. Normally, the alabaster offering is received in September and February. This year, we had 63 churches give to alabaster. The fourth strategic area is engaging children and youth. While we engage children and youth through education and fostering their calls to missions, we must involve the children and youth in all our mission endeavors. We must engage them and empower them, equip them, expose them, encourage them, and excite them as it relates to missions. Aren't we glad that God is still calling children and youth into full-time ministry of serving him through missions? The final strategic area of NMI is links. Links strategically connects Nazarene missionaries and Nazarene churches through prayer, personal contact, and generous giving. This gives each church an opportunity to become personally connected with a missionary family and their field of service. I encourage everyone to learn as much as possible about the missionaries and where they serve. Share with the missionaries about your local church here. Pray for each other regularly. By getting to learn and know more about each other, you will feel more connected. You will become family. Share life together and communicate as much as possible. 
Finally, please give to the Lynx missionaries as the Holy Spirit guides you. The Swid Lynx missionaries through 2022 are Carol Rittenhouse from Costa Rica and Stefan and Sandra Tibby from Germany, Switzerland. These are the same ones we've had for the past two years. Next year, we will receive new Lynx assignments. In order to be a missionary priority one church, a church must participate in five, all five areas of the strategic areas of impact. We have 57 churches to recognize as a missions priority one church. This again is an increase from last year. Way to go, Swid. Thank you churches for making missions a priority in your local church even when it may have looked different this past year. May God richly bless each of you for all that you do to share the good news. Last summer, in my written report, I challenged Swid to continue to be the light for Jesus in this dark world, to be the light in the world that helps others see. I reminded us that we aren't called to shine our own light. We are called to reflect his light. I think it is evident that SWID did continue to be a light this past year. Little did we know that the global pandemic was just beginning last summer. We had no clue that this past church year would continue to bring challenges and cancellations. The good news is that God is not dead. God could not be quarantined. In fact, I heard it said that Jesus is our only effective vaccine. Through it all, our Swid family still prayed and gave, educated, and engaged children and youth for missions. It might have looked different, but our purpose remained the same. Here are a few examples of mission happenings across Swid this past church year. In late February, Eastern Kentucky District experienced massive devastation due to an ice storm, snow, and flooding. A call rang out from the Appalachia Reach Out, needing help. Reverend Josh Kaplinger, associate pastor at Nashville Parkview, heard the cry for help and acted quickly. Within a couple of hours, Josh and his brother Joey drove through the night and delivered 5,000 pounds of water. A week or so later, at least 16 churches from Swid collected supplies to send to them. A few days after that, a team of individuals from four SWID churches left to be the light in eastern Kentucky at the ARO. The team spent a week there cleaning up, painting, and passing out supplies, including food and water. The awesome part about this trip is that children and teens were members of this work group along with the adults. Yes, SWID, we are engaging children and youth for missions. Praise be to God. Crisis care kits will always remain in need when a disaster strikes in areas around the world. Dave Lynn, our SWID Compassionate Ministries Director, once again led the charge with collecting crisis care kits and school packs at the end of March. Dave made his 29th trip to Pennsylvania in April. He took a total of 130 boxes from SWID and the Indianapolis District. That is 780 crisis care kits. Since 2007, Dave has delivered 1,975 crisis care kits to the warehouse from SWID. 
Crisis care kits will be collected again, like I mentioned earlier, at the SDMI convention on Saturday, April the 28th. Be sure to start working on them now. Want to hear some really exciting news? This fall, we'll make the 2000th SWID crisis care kit box given since 2007. That is 12,000 crisis care kits. Great job, SWID. On April 17th, we were able to actually have a SWID mission rally event at Columbus First. This was the first NMI in-person event in over a year. And oh, was it good to be together finally. Over 70 people, young and old alike, were able to hear from Brian Hellstrom, executive director of the Jesus Film Harvest Partners. The Jesus Film could go places people physically could not go last year. I am so grateful that families all across SWID gave to the Jesus Film again. This past year, we gave $8,492 towards spreading the gospel through the Jesus Film. The mission rally was such a wonderful time together that I did not want others to miss out on hearing from Brian. Brian graciously agreed to share again about what is happening through the Jesus Film. May 
be transformed by your life. Forever changed for your glory. Father, thank you for another day. You just saw one of your Jesus Film teams travel for a full day to get to a remote village in Guatemala. Now, he doesn't have a car, but he still gets on a bus, travels for several hours, gets down, and then walks up a mountain simply because his ministry is to go and plant churches in places where there is no church. Yeah. Did you know you have 847 teams in 57 countries? These are teams of local people who are trying to reach their neighbors, uh, just like our brother in Guatemala. They are trained to either go to their, the next village or across the next border. Many of these next places we would consider extreme, but they see as possible. They're also getting harder to reach, and so what they're trying to do is figure out how do we do it. But you might also ask, why do it? Well, the Great Commission says to go to every tribe, every tongue, every nation, every people group. They want to give every person on the planet an opportunity to hear about Jesus Christ. We're here right now to help them do that. When the teams are going to the extremes, they still follow the strategy that has been set in place. The teams are first recruited and equipped, then trained to reach their neighbors. They show the Jesus film in one area for a full month. People then make decisions for Christ at those showings. Teams work to disciple new believers. Then a preaching point is established. We endearingly call these baby churches. These grow into mature, strong churches. Then the process begins all over again. And because of our many partnership efficiencies, for every $3 invested, one more person makes a decision for Christ. So let us tell you about some of these extremes. The teams in Nepal are going to elevations where none of us live. They operate in the Himalayan mountains, where Noah's Ark actually stopped. They are working in some of the highest villages of the world. And at those elevations, Skin is easily burned by the sun. They have to bring in all of their food, all of their water, as well as the Jesus film equipment on their backs. Team 5 reported how they rode a bus for one day, got off the bus, and then they walked two more days along narrow, slippery paths just to get to the village that they were trying to contact. And here's what they said. Though the village is far and remote... We decided they should not be deprived of the love of Christ. It may be a tiring and expensive journey, but our hearts are willing to suffer for their salvation. These are incredible people going to the extremes to share the love of Jesus with people in very, very high elevations. Another extreme would be the Amazon River Basin. Daniel, tell us about the Amazon. The Amazon River is the largest river in the world. 
And even though there aren't many cities located inside of the Amazon rainforest, there are many communities that are located along the river's edge. Hundreds of people in these communities have never heard the Word of God or have a church where they can congregate in. So your Jesus Film teams, based in the cities of Parintins and Berrerina, are reaching out to about 165 of these communities. Igor is one of the leaders who travels hours on end by boat to reach these communities. Listen as he tells us why he thinks this is so important. In, in the Amazon jungle, most of the people live in a very isolated areas. And most of the time, you need to go uh, on very far in the jungle. This is uh, the Brazil boat ministry that you use to go far to reach people in the Amazon jungle. And just I would like to tell you that uh, how important it is to have uh, Jesus film with us to support and to give the message of Jesus Christ in the Amazon jungle. One of your Jesus Film teams returned from doing ministry in the Amazon and had this to share. This week, I was in an indigenous community to share the Word of God and do intensive discipleship. I confess that it is difficult to get to the villages, as it is eight hours of travel. I glorify God as I know He has saved people in that community. Bringing the gospel to them is priceless. God has raised up brothers who accompany me to carry the Word of Jesus. Another story where we supplied them with a boat is in Southeast Asia. This is a country where they're torn apart by war. They called us up and they said, hey, if you could just get us the right resources, we could build a boat and we could take Jesus up the rivers to where the people are really hungry to know about Jesus Christ. This is the boat they built. These are the lay missionaries they recruited and deployed. They take this boat up river facing the opposition of a militant regime. And it is incredible what they have done using the Jesus film and providing holistic ministry. In just six months, they were able to start several churches and baptize 30 people. Listen to Jubilee, a Jesus film team leader in Southeast Asia, describe the blessing of having this boat. Jesus film ministry in Myanmar is taking place in western region of Myanmar and we are reaching the most difficult reaching people group and because they're living in a very high mountain jungle beside the river if you walk it will take you five days to get to villages and you cannot have any kind of vehicle like motorbike nor car because there is no road for such thing so the only transportation they do have is boat since they do not have school at all the jesus film ministry is also working with school program so where there is a ministry and we run a school for children in that village so far now we have five school in five villages and five local churches in five villages. Total number of our new believers are 120. This is the caliber of brothers and sisters that you support when you support these teams. They are simply dauntless and they're willing to go to the extreme to share the love of Jesus. Daniel, take us back to South America. This Colombia is a beautiful country with wonderful people and culture. And some of your Jesus Film teams are ministering in urban and semi-urban settings. But there are other teams that are traveling into remote and dangerous areas. 
They traveled roads and rivers deep into the jungles to reach communities that have found themselves in regions controlled by guerrilla groups and drug traffickers. Some of these communities are beyond the government's reach and have been cut off from certain services for decades. There are people desperate for hope, and they too deserve to hear the message of salvation. Listen to Jimmy de Govea, your Jesus Film Regional Coordinator in South America, as he shares one of the stories from one of these teams. Now, Jimmy speaks Spanish, so follow along with the subtitles. Manuel Santos navega a través de un río en el Golfo de Urabá, mientras que Miguel Rentería navega a través del mar en diferentes playas para plantar iglesias. Ambos trabajan con afrodescendientes y están utilizando el ministerio de la película Jesús con las lanchas, navegan en sus lanchas, que ha sido provista por el ministerio de película Jesús para hacer el ministerio. Y el costo de llevar el mensaje del evangelio a esos lugares es alto. El costo de navegar por las riberas del río, por el mar abierto para llegar a las costas de los diferentes lugares es alto. Arriesgan sus propias vidas para presentar el mensaje del Evangelio y llevan con ellos Biblias, alimentación para las comunidades. Y en muchas ocasiones deben encontrarse y enfrentarse a retenes de los grupos guerrilleros y dialogar con ellos para que les permita pasar a aquellos lugares a seguir compartiendo el mensaje. Dios sigue haciendo un milagro, pero más sorprendente aún es la gente que lo los recibe, los recibe con un corazón tan cálido, un corazón tan agradecido, porque les llevan el mensaje del Evangelio, les llevan ropa, les llevan Biblias, les llevan alimentación, y todo este ministerio gracias al esfuerzo que hace Película Jesús para llevar el mensaje a todas las naciones, a los rincones de la tierra. Gracias por tu participación y gracias por todo el esfuerzo que estás haciendo en oración para aportar y enviar el mensaje el Evangelio de las Naciones. Que Dios te bendiga. I praise God for Jimmy and his passion for kingdom building. He is one incredible man. So now let me give you some history. Back in 1998, Campus Crusade gave us the Jesus film in 16 millimeter. Do you all remember 16 millimeter film? It weighed over 200 pounds and it took eight people to carry the whole equipment set. Then we went to VHS videotapes when those became available. Then to DVDs, it was digitized on DVDs. And now the Jesus film is on a micro SD chip. The whole set of equipment is now cheaper, smaller, and lighter. Only 27 pounds fueled by solar panels. So we're praising God for putting this technology into our hands that we can then pass on to the teams. And you might ask, well, what's next? Well, cell phones, cell phones like these. 7.7 billion people on the planet use 7.9 billion cell phones. Now I've been to some of the most remote places. They may not have running water, they may not have electricity, but they're pulling cell phones out of their pockets. This is now the screen size on which most of our brothers and sisters in the world are watching media. So you might ask, how do we get the Jesus film? How do we get the Bible into these cell phones? Well, think about this extreme. The densely populated cities in the world, we are able to provide a device that teams can take on buses and trains. This device is called the light stream. It creates a closed Wi-Fi hotspot, not connected to the internet, from which people can download the written Bible, the audio Bible, and the Jesus film 
in their language into their phones. Now, is that cool or what? This device also has the capacity to collect contact information for follow-up. And this is a device that you're helping to provide. Teams are riding public transportation from end to end, sharing Jesus to the many people with cell phones in these massive crowds. So once again, we're praising God for giving us technology like this, but we're also praising God for the vision that he's put in the local people to use this technology. In the 23 years of ministry, the Jesus Film teams have reported more than 17 million decisions for Christ and more than 8 million discipleship follow-ups. Now, those are some big numbers, and it's really hard to wrap our mind around them. But we have to remember that behind every one of these numbers, there is a person who has been impacted by the gospel. And that impact always has ripples into their families and their communities. Listen to what God did through your Jesus Film teams during one month of ministry. Six prostitutes are saved from the streets. Seven thieves repent and are forgiven. Two killers are redeemed. Four people are stopped from committing suicide. Thirty-two people are free from depression and mental illness. Fifty-five marriages and families are restored. Twenty-seven teams are persecuted and beat. And we get over 800 testimonies like these each month. Yeah. And did you notice 27 teams were persecuted that month? This happens regularly, and it happens most often in the 1040 window. Now, the 1040 window is 10 degrees north latitude by 40 degrees north latitude, and it stretches from the west coast of Europe and Africa all across Asia to Japan. Two-thirds of the world lives in the 1040 window. Most of the people who have never heard the name of Jesus, even after 2,000 years, live there. Most of the poorest people in the world live in the 1040 window. It includes those countries that are most resistant to the gospel because it's the birthplace of Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, atheism, and Christianity. Those spiritual strongholds are what cause the persecution. Yet your teams continue to go there. Is it difficult? Yes. They just have to adapt their approach. Well, let me tell you about Mongolia. Mongolia is a country at the north part of the 1040 window. It is minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit five months of the year. Now, boy, that is cold. Yet these people live there. They follow nomadic herds. They, they're in the opposing faith and they live in these roundhouses called yurts. The Korean church sent missionaries. You provided those missionaries with the motorbike and the Jesus film. And now, these people living in this extreme country in the 1040 window know the love of Jesus Christ. Thank you for making that possible for them. Daniel, why don't you take us to someplace warmer? Yes, Prow is a Jesus film coordinator working in the African country of Cote d'Ivoire where more than 8.7 million people remain unreached by the gospel. But God is using the Jesus film to change hearts and lives. Listen to this special message that Prow wants to share with you. 
Le film Jésus est un outil très important pour nous. The Jesus film is a tool very important for us. Et il nous permet d'implanter des églises. It has allowed us to plant churches. Aujourd'hui, nous avons un grand mouvement d'implantation vers le nord de la Côte d'Ivoire. A huge movement of planting churches in the north of Côte d'Ivoire. Et donc notre district grandit And avec le film Jésus. District is growing with the Jesus film. Et nous sommes vraiment contents We are avec very le film happy Jésus. With the Jesus film. Et je voudrais ici remercier tous les partenaires and I want to say thank you to the partners. Proud and people like him are using the Jesus film and taking it into the north into an area called the Sahel. The Sahel is a belt of semi-arid land that marks a physical and cultural transition between the more fertile tropical regions in the south and the desert in the north. It is also located along the southernmost part of the 1040 window. Your Jesus film teams are reaching from the southern countries of West Africa into the north where people of an opposing faith are more predominant. Here's what it looks like when people in that part of the world hear and see Jesus for the first time. Going to the extremes is what you do through the Jesus Film Harvest Partners ministry. Teams share and then people respond with whole hearts. Lives are forever transformed because you are engaged in and continue to be part of this ministry. Now here are some Harvest Partners who want to share with you why they are taking part in the Great Commission and coming alongside the Jesus Film teams. To their hundreds of thousands of villages and people around the globe that haven't heard the name of Christ. To hear it in their native tongue is powerful. Uh, to hear it uh, in their own language. And Jesus Film has, has effectively been able to do that. And people do respond. And showing the Jesus Film and the Jesus Film teams that we have around the world really help us to accomplish the Lord's goal of spreading his name, his gospel, his good news all around the world. If you give to Jesus Film, uh, Harvest Partners, you get to be a part of that team. You get to be a part of that ministry. Um, their part over there is doing the work. Your part is giving the money. You're, you're helping send, um, send them out. They can't do it without you. You can't do it without them. You're partnering with them. It's really exciting. These teams out there and people that are really sold out and willing to risk their lives and they're just waiting for equipment, they're waiting for support to be able to go out and do the stuff that we can't individually do, but uh, they're out there in the fields doing that and 
And I see Jesus Film Harvest Partners as an essential role in the middle there to provide them, equip them, and uh, support them and make it possible for them to go out and do it. What better place to invest our money than in the kingdom of God? And it doesn't matter what the interest rates are, if they're good or bad, high or low, um, investing in and spreading the gospel is uh, really valuable. Some people might say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on my life. I'm going to save my money up. I'm going to make it grow, and then I can make a big gift, and that's, that's great. But on the other hand, uh, if I make a, a gift now, even if it's a lot smaller than what I might be able to make in the future, the impact of that gift, the people are influenced, they will then go and multiply. So if, if, I, if I make a gift today, not only are those people finding the Lord today, but they are then becoming the missionaries that are influencing their community. So I think it's very, uh, it's just, it's important to be involved today. And it is extremely important for you to be involved. There are 847 teams out there doing this around the world. They are going to the extremes to share Jesus every day. And right now there is an extreme situation that is affecting me, you, and everybody else around the world. We're all living in a global pandemic forced to do new and old things in new ways that we haven't had to before. And while it is true that our brothers and sisters are experiencing restrictions, quarantines, and shutdowns, let me assure you, God is not quarantined. His people are finding ways to continue to be His hands and feet. Some amazing stories have come in during the pandemic. Our Jesus Film teams in Malawi they were experiencing problems because they weren't able to get permission to share the Jesus film. And then they had an idea to uh, show a film or a video talking about how to prevent COVID-19 before they showed the Jesus film. They even received a certificate from the government blessing this plan. So listen to Gershom's incredible story. When I went to the government of Fort Des and told them that I have this video as a church, we wanted actually to take part in teaching people and educating people about the coronavirus so that they can able actually to prevent themselves. They gave us a certificate uh, that we can go everywhere, anywhere, and conduct a meeting and start uh, showing this COVID-19 video. Therefore, we did not actually take only the COVID-19 video, but we took also Jesus Film Ministry. So what we were doing is uh, to go to the village headman and show this certificate that the government has allowed us to come here and uh, teach you about the dangerous of uh, this COVID-19 um, disease, which has affected many people, which has killed many people. So they were giving us an uh, go-ahead that we can able to conduct our meeting, able to show film in these different areas. So uh, we went to different places showing this Jesus film and also COVID-19 film. And we want different people in one of the places where we went. We even won the village headman who also gave us um, a place to start a church. As I'm talking now, we have a strong church at this place uh, whereby even this village headman and his um, family, they are all our church members. We have able to plant 11 good churches during this period. And these churches, they are healthy churches. They are churches that are doing well. And I'm happy that one of those churches managed also to start another church. So I thank God to be able to reach 
different communities. May God bless you all. Thank you very much. Here's another story from Venezuela. Mariana wrote this. She said, I am a doctor. I was invited by the Jesus Film team to explain how our community can prevent COVID-19. After I finished, I stayed for the rest of the event. They showed a video clip about Jesus, and I reflected on his sacrifice on the cross. The images broke me. They touched my heart. And I decided that day to give my life to Jesus. Today, I'm growing in the knowledge of the Word of God. So when you get to heaven, look for Dr. Mariana. She will be there waiting to hug your neck. Let me tell you another story from Colombia. Team 3 reports, when the pandemic first hit our country, our team began making food to share with the community. We always shared clips of the Jesus film on site, and we invited families to a weekly Bible study as we distributed food. This month, nine new believers began attending and studying the Word of God. We've seen miracles in every family. So Brian, tell us what's next. Yeah. Well, this next story, I wish I could tell you all the details, but for the safety of the believers, uh, they live in a country of persecution. I'm going to leave the locations and the names out, but here's what I want you to hear. God has amazing ways of fulfilling his purposes. So here's what it says. A man recently accepted Christ, and he's being discipled. He tested positive, however, for COVID-19 in his body, making the government hospital's COVID ward the safest place for him to receive treatment. He was given a light stream to keep with him for the 15 days he was in the ward. The device was active the entire time. He often walked through the ward asking the 200 patients if they were able to connect the light stream and their phones. Most patients eagerly logged on and watched the Jesus film. After he recovered, the hospital required that they keep the light stream there due to its exposure to the virus. Now, is it not ironic that the government hospital would choose to keep a device like this that streams hope in the person of Jesus Christ? And, and maybe a lesson for us. It only takes a small device and a willing, faithful person to continue to share the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. Yes, that's right. And speaking of a willing person, uh, I'm excited to share this new video from Africa with you. And, uh, and as you can tell, Pastor Anzola's heart for the lost is truly inspiring. Good morning, my brother and sister. My name is Pastor Anzola. I'm from the Democratic Republic of Congo, and I'm coordinating Jesus Film and Evangelism around the Central Africa. I've been receiving testimonies from all over the, the African Central field where people have been transformed. Enzola lives in one of the largest countries in Africa, both geographically but also in population. In the Democratic Republic of the Congo, there are over 91 million people. Every month, Enzola connects with 36 Jesus Film teams that are evangelizing their communities. Some of them operate in the densest jungles in Africa, thick tropical forests with no roads, even in some places only accessible by boat on the mighty Congo River. COVID-19, it was an opportunity to us where we have seen that God is above all. 
all the circumstances, good or bad, God is above all. So thank you so much for being there to support us, even in these critical times. But through the encouragement, through Jesus' film, around the way, we have seen that we were able to transform people up and uh, to give another hope of living tomorrow. Teams take this amazing portable Jesus Film equipment running on solar-powered batteries and into the jungle they go to find remote people groups that have been lost in darkness and despair. As the Spirit of God moves with them, they see miracles happen. People are healed through prayer and lives are changed by new hope and a chance for eternal life in heaven. Pray for Enzola and his teams. Even with the threat of this pandemic, they have not lost hope. They have been spreading the good news of Christ with everyone they meet. There are those like Enzola who are taking their motorcycles on muddy trails into tropical rainforests or traveling five days up the Congo River by a powered canoe. They have braved river crossings. They have resisted disease and dangers of the rebels just to reach someone with the good news of Christ. Thank you so much our donors, our partners for showing us a love of supporting us in ministry. Thank you. How incredible is it to partner with people like Reverend Nzola? He's an amazing leader, reaching Central Africa for Jesus Christ. Your prayers for the teams are so important. We have a monthly prayer partner update that we send out. If you can go to jfhp.org slash pray, you can sign up for this email. The people behind the stories we just shared can use your continued prayer now and beyond this pandemic as they continue to minister. Uh, those are the stories we have for you. We want to thank you for your time. May God continue to bless you, dear friends. Wow, aren't you encouraged by what is going on across the globe with the Jesus film? There are 914 teams showing the Jesus film around the world, even during the pandemic. Can you imagine? Every 42 seconds, another precious soul is making a decision for Christ. We have promised Brian that we will take a group from SWID to help reach an area that has not been reached yet. This may not be able to happen for a year or two, but be watching for more information about this. God will never be quarantined. What will this new church year look like for missions? People need to hear the gospel. Now more than ever, we the people of SWID must be willing to serve others. SWID must never stop doing our part to be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. We must be willing to serve and reach our church families, our local communities, the U.S. and worldwide for Jesus. In Matthew 20, 28, the New Living Translation states, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. There is a spot for all of us to serve. Where will you serve? How will you serve? Billy Graham said, when we come to the end of ourselves, we come to the beginning of God. 
The Booth brothers sing a song titled, My House is Full, But My Field is Empty. Some of the lyrics are, My house is full, but my field is empty. Who will go and work for me today? It seems my children all want to stay around my table, but no one wants to work my field. No one wants to work my field. Push away from the table. Look out through the window panes. Just beyond this house of plenty lies a field of golden grain, and it's ripened until harvest. But the reapers, where are they? Souls are crying, men are dying. Won't you lead them to the cross? Go and find them. Help to win them. Win the lost at any cost. But no one wants to work in my field. No one wants to work in my field. Luke 10.2 states, he told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. I ask all of us as one swid and in my body, who will hear the call of the kingdom to be children of light? Who on Southwest Indiana will say, King of heaven, we will answer the call. We will follow bringing hope to the world filled with passion, filled with power to proclaim salvation in Jesus' name. Who will hear the call of the kingdom to reach out to the lost with the Father's compassion? Who of you will go work in his fields while the harvest is plentiful?
Respectfully submitted, Christy Bose Eubanks, SWID District NMI President. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. If you would like to connect with me or Greencastle Church of the Nazarene, you can find us on Facebook at Greencastle Nazarene and also on our website, www.greencastlenazarene.com. May you have a blessed and wonderful day in the Lord.